welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 39, postpartum nutrition and hormone balance. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, my friend. Welcome back for another fun week, another great podcast. I have to tell you the truth. I so wanted to take a nap instead of record this podcast, but I hate it when things are hanging over my head. So I was like, I have got to go get that done before my girls get out of school. The reason that I am so tired, I was trying to decide when to announce this. I'm not sure if I will have announced this on Instagram by the time this episode drops. So you might be one of the first of my peeps to know my news, (laughs) but that's all right. You're here for me. You're listening to my podcast. So you're totally my peeps. You're in my crew. So here's my news. I am pregnant. I can hardly even believe it myself. If you know much about me, my youngest is five. And this baby is due when my youngest is going to be turning six. I'm due right around his birthday. So he easily could be six years old by the time this baby's born, which is kind of crazy. All my other kids were born so close together. Um, My girls were two years apart. And then my third is a boy. He was almost three years, two and a half, close to three years after my second was born. So this is quite a gap. (laughs) Still taking it all in, processing it. But overall, it's just going to be so fun to go through this journey again with y'all. Whoo! So ready or not, here we go. (laughs) Today's episode is not about pregnancy. It's not about labor and delivery. It's all about what comes after. It's all about that postpartum period. And my guest today is Alexandra. She is so smart on this topic. And honestly, she knows way more about me, way more (laughs) than me when it comes to what to eat after you have a baby and how to balance your hormones. And the crazy thing is, is that balanced eating and balanced hormones go hand in hand. And she explains things so simply so that anyone could understand it. And even if you're not postpartum, these are still important things for every human on planet Earth. So if you are feeling fatigue, if you're feeling run down, if it's affecting your quality of life, 
Alexandra is the expert for you. She's a dietitian, and her passion is to help you thrive into the transition from parenthood into postpartum through nutrition. She also teaches a lot about how um, fertility, um, she can help you through fertility issues and talk you through how your nutrition and hormones can affect that. So she's super smart. You guys are going to love hearing from her. But first, I want to talk you through a little bit of self-care and a little bit of planning for the postpartum period. So I just got done teaching my more milk workshop, literally just like an hour ago, finished up live with my peeps on a Zoom call. So fun to teach those families to feel so confident in, in the start of their breastfeeding journey. And it was kind of interesting because we did talk about setting up a good plan for the postpartum period and setting up good support in their lives. And it might seem like, well, what does that have to do with milk supply? Or what does that have to do with meeting your breastfeeding goals? Well, it has everything to do with it. (laughs) Because when you are feeling supported in your life, then your chance of meeting the goals that you've set in your postpartum period are so much more likely to be met. So listen, why not think about things like, what are some ways we can make our life easier for meals after this baby is born? Or cleaning, is it worth setting aside some money to hire a house cleaner after this baby's born? I think that sounds amazing. Do we set aside money for a lactation consultant, even if it's just 20 bucks a month um, while you're pregnant? Do we set aside money for a birth doula or a postpartum doula? These are all such smart things to think about because, oh my gosh, you guys, there are so many baby gadgets out there. Am I right? There are so many things that you could go and drop a thousand dollars on right now with all these fancy gadgets to hold your baby or to help with breastfeeding or pumping or teething or whatever. There's so many products out there that really honestly are just not necessary. (laughs) Sure, there's a few that really are worth every penny, but that might not even be the same for every family. So sure, you know, prepare for some of the basics before your baby is born. Like for example, it might be smart to already have a car seat on hand because if you are delivering at some place like a hospital or a birth center, you are going to need a car seat to get your baby home. Um, and sure, a going home outfit for your baby, that will be a great idea to have a going home outfit. But do you need every variation and color of pacifier before your baby's born? Guess what? Here's a little secret. None of my kids until my third took a pacifier. (laughs) 
<laughs> and my third, he didn't even take it until he was almost one. All of a sudden, he found this old pacifier laying around. It wasn't our house. It was our it was our pacifier. It wasn't like a dirty one out on the road. But he just found it and picked it up and decided that he wanted to suck on a binky. He called it his buddy. It was his buddy. He wanted his buddy everywhere he went. And it was so funny because he was this old kid sucking on a binky. And all of a sudden we had to figure out how to wean his binky once he got older. We never had to do that with my girls because they just never took one. So, you know, before you go out and spend all the money on gadgets, think about how you can allocate some of that money, a portion of that money, even if it's just a small amount for good support for you after you give birth. Also, think about who two support people are in your life. Sure, you have your spouse, your significant other, your support person, whoever that is. But sometimes they have to leave the house. Maybe they have to go back to work. Uh, Maybe they have to run an errand and you may be home alone. So who are good, two good support people in your life that you could call on that could come at a moment's notice? One of those people, it would be good to have them live close by, really close by. I'm talking five minutes or less. Someone that you could call on. Um, who could just come and help you out. If you're like, listen, I just want to take a five minute shower and I just don't want to listen to my baby cry. (laughs) Could you please come and just hold my baby for five minutes while I take a shower? Having someone like that in your life is invaluable. So if you're listening to this and you are pregnant or you're in your just the beginning of your postpartum period, then I still want you to write down, make a note in your phone, make a note on a sticky note, write down two support people in your life that you could call at a moment and they could come and help you through a hard time. Because listen, bumps in the road will come up. The transition into parenthood is a rocky road. Of course, I'm giving you tips and also Alexandra is going to give you tips about how to smooth that road out, but we can't take all the bumps away. I wish we could, but this is absolutely a learning process and you are learning and growing and you are becoming a better person because of it. Remember, you are the perfect mom for your baby. You are giving your baby the exact experience that they need to have. And sure, you can look back and think, I didn't do this right. I did that wrong. But you did things exactly how you needed to at that time. And that is what your baby needed to grow up to be the person that they need to be. All right. Are you ready to hear from Alexandra? You are going to love her. I'm going to turn the time over to her and then I'll share a little bit more about how you can find her and work more with her because you're definitely going to want to. Here we go. I'm Alexandra Pato, and I'm a registered dietitian, a mother of two little ones and owner of Thrive and Bloom Nutrition. I help women thrive in their transition into motherhood using approachable nutrition and functional lab testing to help them feel confident about how to eat for their bodies and stop stressing about food. 
I work with women throughout the maternal journey from preconception and fertility through pregnancy and postpartum and beyond. And I actually focus mainly on the postpartum stage on social media. On Instagram, I'm postpartum nutritionist because this was the life stage that I felt like the support so often drops off. So I wanted to lend my voice and my support to mamas because it really is a critical stage nutritionally and it can be a very vulnerable time. So that's was a little bit um, of the thought behind why I created that social media presence and why I feel so passionate about that. I actually had an extremely challenging postpartum experience myself after I had my first child, my daughter, and that really started stemming from breastfeeding challenges, but ended up spiraling into some mental health challenges. And even though I'm a dietitian, these stressors affected my eating and my nutrition. I kind of put self-care on the back burner during that time and then it ended up becoming kind of a vicious cycle because the more I neglected taking care of myself, the worse I felt physically and emotionally and the less energy and motivation I had to put back into prioritizing things like my nutrition. So I witnessed firsthand that interaction between self-care and the ability to function at my highest capacity postpartum in the midst of hormone shifts and stressful situations like my feeding struggles. So it really put into perspective how connected those different elements are. And so today I'm sharing my top three tips after you know experiencing some of these struggles myself and then working with so many postpartum women as their dietitian. And so these are my tips to help find balance through nutrition after giving birth. When we talk about hormones postpartum, it's such a broad topic because there are so many hormones shifting around uh, during pregnancy and then delivery. And it isn't just estrogen and progesterone plummeting after delivery, which they do, um, but that's not the full story. And it's not even just the rise in lactation hormones like oxytocin and prolactin. We also want to be thinking about our stress hormones, things like cortisol and thyroid conditions can also be a significant postpartum. So we want to be supporting those hormones. Uh, so today, when I'm talking about nutrition for hormone balance, I'm taking a pretty broad brush to try to address the full picture. And then if we were to be talking about your specific situation, we'd get a bit more nuanced to pinpoint you know, the area that you need more support with. So keeping that in mind as I go through these tips. Number one, balanced eating for balanced hormones. So balanced eating allows for balanced blood sugar steady, stable blood sugar throughout the day, which allows for balanced stress hormones uh, and, and other hormones as well. But balanced eating is also going to ensure that we are getting a variety of nutrients that are going to support the synthesis and metabolism of our various hormones. We need fat. We need protein. We need carbs. We need vitamins and minerals, those micronutrients. We need that balanced eating because it's going to provide the whole array of nutrients that are essential for supporting balanced hormones. And so making sure when we're having meals to include 
all of those different components to have multifaceted snacks that are including, you know, not just carb or not just protein, but a balance of things uh, so that we can support the balanced hormones. So linking balanced eating to balanced hormones is a great starting point. Number two, support the gut. The gut hormone connection is really significant. So it's a bi-directional feedback where our hormones can impact gut function and then our gut health can influence hormone function. So it works both ways. A high percentage of hormones are actually made in the gut or at least interact with the gut in some capacity. So we want to be nurturing our microbiome with probiotics from food. So think fermented foods like yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, and supplements if needed, and then fiber-rich prebiotics and things like oats and bananas to feed the good bacteria there. We wanna be having regular bowel movements to eliminate waste, regulate those hormones, and so thinking about what nutrition interventions we can make to support that bowel regularity because balanced microbiome is going to equal balanced hormones. And then third, don't settle for feeling miserable. So, so many postpartum women are brushed off and told that their symptoms are just the new normal for being a new mom. And I really hate that because if someone feels like something isn't right, chances are we can find some strategies to support her. Maybe she needs hormone testing. Maybe we need to be checking her thyroid levels or nutrient levels. Maybe she needs guidance on creating a more supportive self-care routine. Yes, hormone changes are completely normal postpartum, and we don't expect anyone to be feeling perfect, but if symptoms like fatigue, mood swings, brain fog, brittle nails, severe prolonged hair loss, dry skin, just feeling run down, GI disturbances or appetite changes, if any of these are affecting your quality of life, then please reach out to a postpartum specialist. You deserve better. So to recap things, summarize, the three tips that we want to remember today are remember balanced eating equals balanced hormones. Eat to support the gut, supporting that microbiome. And then lastly, don't settle. Seek the support if you need it. Thanks so much for having me, Brianne. Always love talking about these topics. And thank you to you for doing what you do to support postpartum women. And thanks for letting me be a part of it. What did I tell you? So amazing, right? Again, her top three tips were number one, balanced eating equals balanced hormones. So for example, include snacks that mix carbs and protein. Number two was support the gut. Number three, postpartum is not a reason for feeling miserable. This is not your new norm. Aren't you so glad? Listen, you can find Alexandra at thriveandbloomnutrition.com. She has a one-on-one signature program that can help you thrive again after your baby. She even has a personalized functional lab test where she can target your specific nutrition needs and see exactly where you are struggling. 
you can actually learn to eat for your body's unique needs. You can make peace with food and never diet again. Doesn't that sound so amazing? She even has an online course that helps you with diastasis recti. And she talks about nutrition and physical therapy there. So I am going to put the link um, for all of this in the show notes. And if you use the code SAVE25, you can even get 25% off. If you want to go say hi to Alexandra on Instagram, she's there at postpartum nutritionist. I'll link that in the show notes. And super grateful for her and the time that she spent to come and help you just make your postpartum period a little bit more breezy. Listen, you are doing a great job every day. You are trying your absolute best, and that's really all you can do. You are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. I think I'm ready for a nap. Goodbye, friends.